Did you know that there are a specific fatty acid that is directly estrogenic? We don't need to be more estrogenic. There is so many endocrine disrupting estrogenic chemicals in the environment already. So we don't need to be consuming more through our diet. In my previous video, I talked about if dietary fat increases estrogen. In this video, I'm going to go a little bit deeper talking about a specific fatty acid found in dietary fat that can actually directly activate the estrogen receptor. But I'm going to go even further and talk about how you can balance it out and what really matters to modulate your estrogen levels in the body so that you can shift into a more androgenic versus estrogenic state. And before we dive in, be sure to get my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. Also, coaching, link in the description below. Let's dive in. Men don't look good when they're in a high estrogen state. When someone has high estrogen, they tend to develop man boobs, fat around the midsection, big glutes and hips, very estrogenic features, right? And narrow shoulders. And when someone is highly androgenic, they get broader shoulders, narrow waist, not a lot of fat on the midsection, and they just look better. So you don't want to be hyperestrogenic. You want to have a high androgen to estrogen ratio. So the specific fatty acid that I'm going to talk about is called a linoleic acid. And I'm going to discuss where this fat is found in just a moment. But linoleic acid directly binds to the estrogen receptor. So it binds and activates. But just because it binds doesn't mean it actually stimulates it. It doesn't mean it has the same estrogenic properties as estrogen just because it binds to the estrogen receptor. You actually get antagonists that also bind to the receptor, but they just block it. So, but the study did found that the interaction of linoleic acid with the estrogen receptor did increase the mRNA of estrogen-inducible genes, which means that it has the same effect as estrogen. Although it's obviously not as strong as estrogen directly, but when you have a lot of fat in the body of this specific fatty acid, it can definitely shift you more into an estrogenic state. And this is why people that eat a lot of this are very prone to looking a certain way. So as you can see, according to this graph, there's a lot of fatty acids that bind to the estrogen receptor. You can see linoleic acid, oleic acid, erotidonic acid, steric acid, lauric acid, or albit weekly, palmitic acid, and a bunch of other fatty acids that also bind to the estrogen receptor. But as I mentioned, just because they bind doesn't mean they actually activate the estrogen receptor. So linoleic acid does bind and also induce estrogenic genes once it binds to it, meaning it does have an estrogenic effect. Now, this linoleic acid is found in mostly seed and vegetable oils, not in seed oils like safflower, grapeseed oil, poppy seed, sunflower oil, hemp, corn, weed germ oil, cottonseed, soybean, walnut, sesame, rice bran, pistachio, peanut, and canola. So these are basically the major sources of linoleic acid. And then you also get egg yolk, dropping down to linseed, lard, olive, palm, coconut, macadamia, butter, and coconut oil being at the bottom at 2%, right? So safflower has the most, coconut oil has the least. But there are three things that's more important than just linoleic acid alone. Number one is steric acid. Now, steric acid is an estrogen receptor antagonist. So as I showed you in the previous graph, Steric acid also binds with the estrogen receptor, but as an antagonist, right? So steric acid inhibits the estrogen receptor. So as you can see, I got the structure here. It's an 18-carbon fatty acid. So it's 18 carbons for steric acid. Saturated fat, not double bonds. Then you have oleic acid. 
it has a neutral effect. On the estrogen receptor, it got one double bond. Then we got linoleic acid, and it stimulates the estrogen receptor because it has two double bonds. So it's just interesting how when it contains no double bonds in the structure, it inhibits. When it has one double bond, it has a neutral effect. And when it has two double bonds, it starts to have an estrogenic effect. So I wonder if it's the correlation between the amount of double bonds and how estrogenic that specific fatty acid is. That's just a speculation. I don't think that has been studied yet. Now, what's really important, as I mentioned, is the steric acid and linoleic acid content in fat. So I've made a graph here. You can see the blue is linoleic and the orange here is steric. So this is kind of like the amount and the ratios. And you can see that the vegetable oils contain the most linoleic as compared to steric acid. Now, although coconut oil is about a 50-50 ratio, it's very low in both linoleic and steric, right? So it's not that it's an estrogenic food. It's just very low in both of those fatty acids. So the best foods that contains the most steric acid would be tallow, butter, and by far, cacao butter. Now, although egg yolk contains a decent amount of linoleic acid and olive as well, I'm not avoiding these foods because I will address in just a moment exactly why. But if you look at the ratios, the ratio between steric acid and linoleic acid, cacao butter has the highest ratio of steric acid to linoleic acid, followed by tallow, followed by butter. So if you want to consume the, the anti-estrogenic food, it would be cacao butter followed by tallow followed by butter. This will have the most androgenic or anti-estrogenic effect in the body because of the large amount of steric acid opposed to linoleic acid that's then blocking the estrogen receptor. Number two for being in a high estrogen state, what really matters is prostaglandins, which stimulate aromatase. I did address this in my previous video where I talk about dietary fat on estrogen. Right, so prostaglandins stimulate aromatase, and the more inflammation due to the prostaglandins you have, the higher estrogen will be. So here they compared a high-fat diet with a low-fat diet, and as fat intake went up, you can see prostaglandins went up. As prostaglandins went up, aromatase went up, estrogen went up. More prostaglandins, more estrogen. Less prostaglandins, less estrogen on the low-fat diet. So it's not necessarily that the fat is the problem. The problem is when that fat, like linoleic and arachidonic acid, is converted into prostaglandins and other inflammatory mediators, that then causes inflammation which stimulates aromatase that shifts you into a more estrogenic state. So the more inflamed you are, the more estrogen you automatically will have. So it's not that you should be avoiding fat at all costs, is that you should be avoiding inflammation at all cost. So here's another example of fat intake of prostaglandin labels. So here was they, they were on their baseline diet before going on the experimental low linoleic acid diet. Right, so this is the, um, this is a metabolite of prostaglandins that they looked at in the urine. And so they were here on an 8% linoleic acid, basically default. The default diet contains 8% linoleic acid of total calories, which is actually quite high. It used to be like 2% in the past. So it definitely like 4x. So this is the before period. And then they went on a zero linoleic acid diet. And it was basically liquid formula. And you can see how the prostaglandins decrease. You can't see properly here, but they looked at baseline, seven days, 14 days. And every single time the prostaglandin production was lower. So if the study was longer, you'd probably see prostaglandins coming down and down and down until there's like, it's close to zero, zero inflammation in the body. And here they went on a 20% of energy as linoleic acid. And you can see prostaglandin production went up. So there's a linear correlation between prostaglandin production and linoleic acid intake. So you don't want to be consuming a massive amount of linoleic acid because it's going to produce more inflammation 
that will increase estrogen levels in the body. Number three, when it comes to being a highly estrogenic state, is if you eat an ultra-processed diet, you will be missing out on a lot of anti-estrogenic compounds. So whole foods contain anti-estrogenic compounds, and those anti-estrogenic compounds would include lutein found in eggs, anti-aromatized peptides such as found in oysters and other foods as well, zinc, fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin A, D, E, and K, very rich in liver and bone marrow, calcium, selenium, flavonoids such as epigenin, hesperidin, camphorol, quercetin, and arginin, and also CLA, which is conjugated linoleic acid found in ruminant animals. A lot of people thought that CLA was only found in dairy fat, but it's also found in every other fatty acid deposit of the animal. So as long as you're eating animal foods, you will be consuming a lot of these beneficial compounds that will exert anti-estrogenic effects. So you will consume low linoleic acid, there will be low prostaglandin production because there's a lot of antioxidants in animal foods, and then you will also be consuming a lot of these anti-estrogenic compounds. So you're going to be in a very androgenic, anti-estrogenic state if you just eat whole foods, eat foods that's rich in steric acid, which is basically animal foods, and then avoid inflammation by eating animal foods because it's very rich in natural antioxidants. So if you want to be in a high androgenic and a low estrogenic state, be sure to avoid these foods that's very high in linoleic acid. So that would be nut and seed oils. Right, so I don't necessarily recommend that you try to eliminate and or just limit linoleic acid as much as possible. You know, go to the extreme because there's whole foods that contain anti-estrogenic compounds, compounds that lower inflammation, compounds that inhibit aromatase, that will automatically keep you in a lower estrogenic state because you're consuming whole foods. But the problem is when you start to consume ultra-processed foods, so these ultra-processed foods are fried and baked and processed with seed oils. Now you have the linoleic acid with the ultra-processed foods, creating inflammation, not combating the inflammation. There's a lack of these anti-estrogenic compounds, and this really shifts you into a more estrogenic state. So the problem really is that someone would be eating an ultra-processed diet. This is the worst for keeping someone in a high estrogen state. So if you still consume some of these seed oils, but most of your diet is from whole foods, you will be more protected. But the best would be not to have any nut or seed oils. Try to limit linoleic acid content without being extremist. You can still consume eggs, you know, and that will help to keep your estrogen signaling in the body low and keep the androgen signaling high. All right, guys, I so hope you learned something new and we'll check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.